guys, and welcome to the Boom Tequila podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. Today, we're talking about a topic that I debated if we should even do, to be honest. So this started a while back when I was on this like real cr- creative kick, I guess you can call it. coming up with a whole bunch of topics, ideas, and brainstorming for podcast episodes. And anyways, I was on this, like, I went on this weird rabbit trail and I was like, let's do a vagina episode. And I just like had all these ideas. (laughs) And so ever since then, I, I kind of waited and I was like, I don't know that we really want to do like that. That's weird. Right. It's weird. Um, but then I was like, yeah, it is, but like, maybe we should still do it. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for it. So that's what we're doing. We're talking about the jeans. The JJs. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right. What an introduction. I'm kind of interested to see how many listens this one gets, like how fast this one, you know? No, I feel like it's either going to be a lot more than normal or no one. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, mm, I'm going to avoid that one. You know what I mean? Because it's like, um, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay. So. We're going to start off. So we put out a question on the website and Instagram and everything, or not a question, a little form for you guys to ask us questions or share stories with us. We did get several responses. So thank you so much. I will say the response rate on this, it seems like people are interested in it, but some of them were, I'm pretty sure men that were just being weird, but being themselves, but there was a lot of feedback that I think was like actually on topic and everything. So, um, we got some, we got some things in store for you. All right. All right. So anyways, the questions we're going to go through all the questions and I did my best to find answers. There were several things that I had to search the web for keep in mind, obviously I am not a doctor. We are not vaginal experts. <laughs> I don't know what the right criteria would be for that. But I will say that in my you know professional job off of the pod, I do have a lot of experience writing content for healthcare and about healthcare topics. So in no way does that make me like a clinical expert, but I do feel confident in my ability to like vet the sources and you know, anyways, whatever. We're trying to be accurate is what I'm saying. <laughs> so we're going to go through these questions. All right. Does having sex make you loose? And where did this idea come from? Vaginal looseness is a result of weakened vaginal muscles, not having too much sex. Actually, I think I heard recently that you are looser the less sex you have, right? Isn't that like a thing? Yes. That is one of the biggest myths of like, that has forever been around this concept of like, oh, a loose woman that like is someone who has a lot of sex, but it's actually the opposite. Having a lot of sex, if it's good sex, at least can actually, um, make you tighter. It like works your muscles. Is one of the things that can impact a potential weakening of the pelvic floor or looser, you might say. So (laughs) yeah, guys. Yeah. This is very much a myth. All right. The next one is <laughs> how do you get a tighter vagina? There are actually several things that can improve pelvic health and strengthen your pelvic floor. These things can include Kegel exercises, other pelvic floor exercises that can include things like squats, crunches, or pelvic weights, which are kind of like Kegel weights. They even have like games and apps for them. There's also even pelvic rehabilitation that you can do with a therapist, yoga, and having good sex or specifically orgasming. So yeah. Wait, I need to know what pelvic weights are. 
<laughs> they go, do they go inside your vagina? Yes. They're like little balls. They're like little <laughs> weighted balls <laughs> that you can like. <laughs> so like, do they all, does it all go in or like, does anything hang out to like. I don't know. Um, I think they have maybe both ways. I don't know. I haven't used them personally, but I am familiar with what they are. They're like weighted little balls that you like. Okay. In there. And then you got to like hold them in by like tightening your muscles. All right. All right. Yeah. And I think they do have some that have like a string or something that you can pull out. Can you imagine like walking in on someone like working out their vagina with these weight things coming out? I don't think you'd just go to a gym and be like, where's the the vagina weights? (laughs) Trying to bulk up. Oh, all right. Can your vagina really get stretched out? Well, Dr. Manu Laxmi, Dr. Manu Laxmi states that the feeling of sexual arousal relaxes the muscles, making the vaginal space less constricted or looser and feelings of anxiety make the muscles become more engaged and tighter. The ability of the vaginal tissue to stretch and then return to the same size may change slightly with age and after childbirth, but such changes are attributed to changes in the pelvic floor muscles. A healthy pelvic floor can also influence sex by preventing prolapse and incontinence. According to Healthline, it is important to know that a tight vagina may be a sign of an underlying concern, especially if you're experiencing discomfort during penetration. Your vaginal muscles naturally relax when you're aroused. If you're not turned on, interested, or physically prepared for intercourse, your vagina won't relax, self-lubricate, and stretch. I did think it was really funny in that one that you just read, though, how it was like specifically like if it's like overly tight, it could actually mean that the person is either not that aroused or has an underlying condition because when you're really aroused, it actually relaxes a little bit. So just think about that, guys. When (laughs) (laughs) That one girl that you're like, she was so tight. Like now you can like reframe that mentally. And it's like, she was (laughs) turned on and possibly had an underlying health condition. Sorry, I shouldn't. That was probably an unnecessary comment to add in there. So then this question is, is shaving your vagina bad for you? Um, So Michelle Matz, uh, MD, says in an article from Women's Health Magazine, to keep in mind when shaving your pubic area, the hair is there for a reason. Pubic hair is also made to prevent irritation from friction, like friction during sex with your partner. The article also notes that if you do shave, doing so at the end of a shower and shaving downward in the direction of hair can actually prevent ingrown hairs. So just an extra tip there. Those are some great tips. <laughs> does hair actually grow back thicker if you shave? No, it does not. That's right. And (laughs) I didn't look this one up because we know from Cosmo school, um, we both learned like waxing and all of that. And so basically when you're shaving, you're kind of cutting the hair. The hair is deeper inside the skin. And so you're kind of cutting it from the middle, which gives it a blunt end and makes it feel thicker as it grows back out versus say, if you wax it, it's reforming the tip, which is a little thinner as it comes out, but it doesn't actually grow back thicker. It just feels a little thicker because of, yeah. Yeah. All right. Is douching actually good for you? So first of all, what is douching? Because this word is thrown around a lot, but I don't want to assume everybody knows what it is. So the word douche is French for wash or soak. 
and it's a method to wash out the vagina, usually with a mixture of water and vinegar or baking soda, something like that. Douches that are sold in drugstores and supermarkets contain antiseptics and fragrances. A douche comes in a bottle or bag and is basically sprayed through a tube upward into the vagina. Cleveland Clinic Dr. Alyssa Ross states that she advises her patients not to douche on a regular basis, saying the vagina is a self-cleaning organ. When you do try to cleanse it yourself by using a douche, you actually flush out the normal healthy microbes as well as temporary change in the pH, acidic versus basic nature of the vagina. So rather than providing protection, this sets up an environment that makes it easier for infections to develop. Additionally, all douche formulations, save for the pure saline varieties, contain ingredients that could trigger adverse or allergic reactions. I've always heard that was really bad for you. Um, I have too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also been used, it was noted too, it's been used for either uh, to clean the vagina, to make it smell better. Like the reasons people do it are with hopes of like, it's going to make it smell really good, or it's going to make it somehow cleaner or after sex to prevent a pregnancy. And that was something they said, all three of those, like it doesn't actually do that because it actually puts your balances off and it can make things worse. And it definitely doesn't prevent pregnancy or, you know, terminate a pregnancy. Yeah. I think it's something more like the boomers did. Cause I think I, we've always known as like in our generation that that's not really something that you should do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to sound awful. This is one where it's like, I'm probably just being dumb here, but if, if shooting vinegar up your vagina is making it smell better, <laughs> see a doctor. <laughs> I never thought of that. Wow. No. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry. All right. <laughs> So what about vagina facials? The vagatial is technically a facial for the vulva, not the vagina. Vagatials don't involve your vagina, which is the internal canal. Basically, a vagatial can actually be really irritating. And a lot of doctors advise they may cause more harm than good. The Healthline article noted that a very gentle facial moisturizer used on the area at home could be a safer alternative if you're really wanting to try this treatment. Vaginal steaming is another trending treatment that can be a part of a vagatial. I can't keep a straight face when I say vagatial. That's why I made you read this one. I love it. it. (laughs) The claim, the claim is that nourishes and increases circulation through, from what I can tell, there is very little evidence and most doctors advise against it. It seems like more a way to make money off of women's insecurities, if I'm being honest. Vajayshul. Vajayshul. <laughs> I've never even heard of that. You haven't? Have you no. heard of vaginal steaming at least? At least? No. <laughs> I've never heard of vaginal st- What do you do? Like put your pussy over like a pot of steaming boiling water? Like what? Basically. <laughs> like, okay. So like, like a facial steamer, like in a facial, you can have, um, there are types, there are some facials where they use a steamer on your face to like open your pores and everything yes. before they like rub the creams on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> same concept. I've never, ever heard of that. I don't know. That's okay. It's they're They're probably not that good for you. And they're really expensive too. Um, Wait, you go I have not had one. to get this done? No, I haven't had it. I'm talking like I've had it done. I, I have researched it for. No, I um, mean like there's places that like this, they do this for you. Yeah. Like a spa. 
Like you could offer it in your salon. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a really great idea. No. <laughs> do they do it for men? Like, can you imagine if men put half of the, if they, if there was even half the market of like, like the women that are doing this, they're going through like th- hundreds, if not thousands of dollars and like hours to try to like, basically make it nice for men. And it's like, <laughs> it why don't you go get a balzacial dude? Could you imagine a salon <laughs> offering like, what did you say? The bajacial or the balzacial? Balzacial. Get your balls done. Penacial. That doesn't sound good. Penacial and a balzacial. Yeah. Can I get a two for one? Do my balls and my weenus? Yeah. The steam is extra though. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to burn it. Open up the pores on your balls. It might be red for a few days afterwards. But you know, like dudes would only go in there thinking they're going to get a happy ending afterwards. Oh, that's so true. They'd be like, well, they rub it at the end. You can just do it on the tip. Yeah, because you would have to like rub the oils on it. That's why they don't do it for men. All right. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I keep thinking like, oh, it's going downhill. Like it started at the bottom of the hill, guys. Like we're just hanging out in the valley on this one. Yeah, we're just going (laughs) to hang out down here this time. (laughs) Do all women have a hymen or cherry that pops when you lose your virginity? This person said, I never had bleeding the first time I had sex and the guy got really mad at me and thought I was lying about being a virgin. This topic was actually submitted by a few different listeners. So this scenario, like you're not alone and it's probably a lot more common than people think. Um, But yeah, let's dive into that. First of all, I want to say that the dude, I hope that didn't work out. Yeah, first of all, like if he's gonna get mad at you at all, like what the really? Like, no. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so basically this stuff about the hymen and like the cherry and all of that, it is another thing that is one of those like mythical, kind of like the loose vagina, mythical ways of just being shitty to women. I don't really know how better to put it. Like it's not founded in science or whatever. Uh basically. No, the hymen does not always break the first time you have sex. You've heard that when you lose your virginity, you also pop your cherry. But one of the big myths is that whether or not someone's hymen is detached is a sign of virginity, but this is not true. There are other ways that you can tear it besides sex, rigorous exercise, gymnastics, horseback riding, cycling, using large tampons, manipulation with a finger or a pelvic exam are all possible but not surefire ways to tear your hymen. Also, you might not even know when it breaks. When you break your arm, you know at that moment that it happens, but it's not always the case with a hymen. If your tissue does tear during sex, you may find intercourse really painful and experience bleeding, but if the tear occurs during gymnastics or from wearing a tampon, for example, you might not even be aware that it happened. Well, and isn't it like, it's such a small area that like, it might not even, yeah, you might not even really feel anything. Yes. No, it's really common for that to be, um, torn and it's, it's a really thin piece of skin. Um, but yeah, basically there's a lot of ways for that to be torn outside of sex. And so it's not uncommon for the first time that somebody does have sex, that it's not broken. Although there are still cultures that do hymen checks and like center stuff around this, even though the science is like, it's not founded in. Yeah. Well, and some women are born without it. Like it just doesn't, they don't, they don't have it. So I don't know, but that's a whole other subject that just like, is crazy to me. Yeah. All right. Does the G spot really exist? 
And if so, where is it? Although numerous textbooks describe the location of the G-spot as being on the front wall of the vagina, about one-third of the way inside of it, scientists have not yet found conclusive evidence that the G-spot is a distinct anatomic site. In fact, some have gone as far as to label the G-spot as a gynecological UFO, arguing that while it has many sightings, there is no confirmation of its existence. <laughs> the search for the G-spot will continue. However, some believe that what we think of as a G-spot may turn out to be nothing more than the internal portion of the clitoris. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it possible for a woman to orgasm through penetration alone? Well, according to Cosmopolitan magazine, vaginal orgasms are by no means something that the majority of women experience. Studies show that more than 75% of women actually need more than just penetration to orgasm. In the Cosmo article we are referencing, Dr. Brittany Blaine states that while you might identify vaginal and clitoral orgasms as two different animals, the source of the pleasure actually comes from the same spot the clitoris. It's just the internal orgasms are the result of stimulation along the legs of the clitoris that you can't see on the outside. Wait, they have legs? Yeah, that is confusing verbiage. Oh. It doesn't, you're, I'm not, hmm. Interesting. That was a quote from the article, that last part, so. Yeah. But basically the thought was that um, even an, even a vaginal orgasm. Yeah. Caused by clitoral stimulation. You know what? I saw this documentary. And I was really surprised at 75%. But it says by by just penetration. So like that's no foreplay or anything. I saw this documentary years ago where this woman could make herself orgasm without even touching herself. And they even put her in like an MRI machine or something where they could like see the muscles and stuff or whatever. I don't know what machine it was to like prove that she wasn't just like saying it. She like... In her mind, she had something going on and she could, it took like 10 minutes and she made herself orgasm without any physical anything. You can't do that? (laughs) Teach me your ways. No. Okay. All right. Why am I the only one that can get me off? This is not true. Okay. This is another one that we actually got a few submissions surrounding. Well, first of all, honey, you are not alone. There are actually a ton of articles about just this and lots of other people searching this exact dilemma. There can be several factors that impact this. One, you know what works for you, and it takes some time before someone else will also know what works for you. You may have to show them or give them some time. Two, being comfortable is also super important. Insecurities and anxiety can create a mental block that blocks you from being able to feel beautiful or even able to lose yourself in the moment. And three, you just might need some more foreplay. Yeah. All right. And then this one, this is our last question. It says, why do some men think it doesn't matter if women get off? Like if girls are saying that to you, it probably means either they can't or you just can't do it and they're trying to be nice, right? And I just put, I wanted to get your feedback on this one, Judy. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was like a good research answer for this one. Why do some men think it just doesn't matter if women get off like. Because they're selfish and they think as long as they do, that's all that matters. 
Yeah. And I do think it probably means that they are not very good at getting women off in general, honestly. Yeah. Like, have you ever had to get like, well, I know girls don't always get off. So it's no, it's no sweat. It's like their way of like feeling better about or themselves the for ones, not being able to get yeah, it off. The ones that are like, I'm really good at this. I know what I'm doing. It's like, mm. I feel like this episode is so raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, maybe they probably don't care because they're embarrassed because they don't know how to get a woman off. So they're just like, well, get me off and then let's move on to a different subject. So I don't feel shitty about myself. Yeah. Or they are just like a shitty person and they just don't really care. Yeah. They're like, I, I just like, they don't really care if you do or not. Cause they're like, I'm just, just here for me. Cause they're a man. Like, I don't know, then go whack it somewhere else. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> get away. Go get, go get a bald, baldical. Bulls, bulls, the bulls facial, whatever the hell. Wow, facial, bulls facial, bulgical. Oh, so all right. So, (laughs) well, uh, this is like the next section. So that's the end of the question. Okay, sorry. And then I checked Google Trends, and these were some of the top vagina things that people have been googling. We're going to keep our, our same patterns. If you want to kick that off, Jody. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right. Woman with two vaginas. So this woman who is a YouTuber and model who has struggled with acne. Anyways, after going to the doctor for some pain, she ended up finding out that she has two vaginas. So she has internal two uteruses, two cervixes, two vaginas. Doctors seem to think that this would not impact her ability to get pregnant or increase her likelihood to get cancer or anything but it can cause twice the periods, twice the cramps, et cetera. That sounds awful. It really does. <laughs> like awful. Yeah. Plus she was saying that like, then she's like, well, I don't know if my period's going to be like one week or three weeks because like if both of them are, ha- I was like, oh, that sounds like a disaster. Oh like if you're like done with your period and then like your other vagina starts. <laughs> like, right. I would have to think that would like like hormonally like you're like mood wise you're like on your period but also you're like in the mood of like right before your period at the same time I feel like that would be emotionally very chaotic yeah (laughs) too much yeah okay vagina hubris I had to google this for myself because I did well I actually googled all of these because you know these aren't things even though they were the top googled things about vaginas none of them were things that I had actually googled so I got to do that. Anyways, according to Urban Dictionary, which was the number one result, vagina hubris is when a woman is overly proud of her vagina. Used in a sentence, she's got vaginal hubris. According to her vag, all the other pussies are useless. <laughs> Good sentence. What? Leave it to Urban Dictionary. I like but that, that was what it meant. Like I, I didn't feel like that other, when I was looking, like there were other definitions. I felt like that was the one. I'd never heard of this. Maybe it's a Gen Z thing. I know I'm such a boomer right now. I've never heard it either. So I don't know. Maybe we're not vaginal. We don't have vaginal hubris. <laughs> Sounds like a condition. Like, yeah. <laughs> ugh, oh, wow. Wait, people, this is one of the top things that people search for. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Do chickens have vaginas? <laughs> a, ch- a chicken does indeed have a vagina. It's part of her. oviduct I think so (laughs) and is the muscle that helps push an egg out of her body a rooster does not penetrate a hen's vagina during mating however instead he climbs on her back and the two birds touch 
cloquet and a move called the cloquel kiss. <laughs> there is no penetration. Wait, I have questions. So, so if there's no penetration, like does do roosters have sperm? You know, I didn't dive that deep, but I was a little confused after uh, I was a little confused with the cloakal kiss. <laughs> what? Like, I'm, I, I feel, feel like, like when you're really little and people think you can get pregnant from like kissing or something. I don't know. That's exactly what I was thinking of. And I love how a minute and a half ago I'm making fun of this. Like people actually Google this and I'm totally going to Google it because I need to know. I need to know more. Anyways, the egg, poop, and urine, which for a chicken isn't a liquid. Mm-hmm. What? Exits out of the same hole, but there are two parts inside that lead to the same hole. Chickens. I think what you're saying is that like the stuff that comes out, it's like just that white stuff that comes out. It's like a two in one. (laughs) Wow. And like the egg shoots out of the same hole, but like they have like, so they have like the vagina and like the, what is basically like the intestines. Yeah. Both funnel into the same hole. That's what the diagrams I looked at said anyways. And I didn't dive deeper than that. Although my friend Leslie, she raises like chickens and stuff and she could probably uh, tell us, she's probably going to make fun of us on this episode for how we're talking about this. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's a chicken expert. Okay. Audi vagina. (laughs) (laughs) I just put, I know it was supposed to be my turn, but I just put it in Jody's color. And I said, Jody, explain, because this was one (laughs) that came up recently. She was explaining it to me and I felt like, she could do it justice. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start. Let's start with a quick anatomy lesson. While the terms vagina and vulva are often used interchangeably, the two aren't synonymous. The vulva is the outer bits of your genitals, the pubic mouth, inner labia, outer labia, the love to be rubbed, (laughs) clit, and the urethra. The vagina is just one part of the genitals, the muscular canal where babies come out and penises, dildos, fingers, tampons, all the good stuff stuff go in. So the term Audi vagina is actually inaccurate, but it would be the vagina equivalent of your throat hanging outside of your mouth. (laughs) What? So basically any vulva that you can see the inner lips without physically spreading the outer lips with your fingers. Hmm? When I saw Jody explain, I Googled really fast. When we were on the phone and I feel like you're trying to be professional <laughs> now, but I'm going to just like, when you explained to me the first time, you're like, no, yeah. the Audi's basically like when you have stuff that's hanging down. <laughs> that you so when you say like, like, like standing, and I, this and is like, yes, apparently didn't you say that was the most, that was actually the more common. Yeah. So the Audi vagina, when people say like, oh, roast beef or whatever, which I feel like is so assholey to say, but that's what you think of. That's an Audi vagina that has like the extra skin that you can see. And that is actually the most common kind of vagina because like forever ago, I saw a TikTok people talking about Audi vagina. And I'm like, what is an Audi vagina? I don't have an Audi vagina. So I, but I looked it up to see what it was. And basically it's the vagina that has the extra stuff that you can see without like spreading it apart. Yes. I think people are more embarrassed to that because when you see porn, they have, and it's actually called like most of the time you're going to see like the Barbie vagina is what they call them, where it's just, you know, no extra, nothing extra. It's just that pretty looks even on all sides. You know what I mean? You think it's pretty? I think mine's pretty. Yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) she cute. Okay. And 
But that's what people think that most of them are supposed to look like because that's the porno one. So, but it's actually a lot less typical. And the more typical ones are Audis. Yeah. Yeah. Which most people in porn are not really like real life. So yeah, <laughs> I guess exactly. it would make sense that that would also be one of them. Yeah. Great. That's a fun, that's such a fun one. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. And then ice in vagina. So this apparently took off as a TikTok trend where a lot of people were taking part in a challenge that involved putting an ice cube into your vagina. According to TikTok, inserting an ice cube in the vagina had a number of benefits from making your vagina tighter to freezing off warts, like some sort of at-home cryotherapy treatment to even curing depression and anxiety. It is also said to feel good, but from what I can tell, doctors don't support this at all. And they do seem to think it's safe to put ice in your vagina if that's like, do you, girl? But it definitely does not cure anything. So I feel like that would not be fun at all. Like, I feel like that would just be uncomfortable. I don't know. I'll pass. (laughs) All right. So we also received a few comments that were not questions, and we're going to share those with you as well. Jody, take it away. Why'd you leave them all for me? Because <laughs> you'll see when you start reading them. Why oh I don't God. want to read them. <laughs> all right. The first, the first one says Snapchat meetup, pussy. We got this one like three times, actually. <laughs> What's the song? What's the rap song? Because it's from a rap song. Snapchat meetup, pussy, if it's cool. Down in the DM. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. All right. The next one is. We're not I doing like, that. Whoever sent this, you're anonymous. So yeah, we can't the next follow one, up if we wanted to. I like queefs. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's great. Yeah. The next one is save the bush. That's all I got to say. Not like wildly out of control bush, but some for the men. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and the, the last one is I dated a guy once that would go down on me and literally stare at my face while he did it. He also 100% thought my pee hole was my clit. Unfortunately, he didn't try to do it very often. Oh, sorry. Rewind. Fortunately, he didn't try to do it very often. But when he did, I would try to basically pull him up. I once tried to make him watch a video about what women like. And he responded that he didn't need to because he was a sex god or something. Uh, No. Why do you think I'm showing you this? I feel like if a girl is showing you something like that, like you should probably pay attention. <laughs> like <sighs> it's probably a hint, right? Like that's the nicest way that you can be like, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So fun. So fun. Okay. So fun. All right. <laughs> and now we're going to just transition into Joe Jam. So do you have any music recommendations for us this week, Jody? Yeah, I got one that I just fell in love with. It's um, Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris. I think they're married too, actually. And the song is called Chasing After You. I love it so much. It's so cute. And just, and the music video I love too. It's really good. So if you haven't heard it, check it out. And mine is Risky by Saweetie featuring Draco the Ruler. Have you heard that one yet? No, I haven't. Is it new? Yeah, it is. I think so. At least the video just came out. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's fun. 
I like everything that I've heard of her. So I will definitely. I think you would like this. The main chorus part, if you have heard, it's like two, three shots, got a bitch feeling risky. I I don't think I have, but I like that. Ooh. Yeah. If you like it when I sing it, you'll like it even more when she, when she's singing I do. I feel like that lyric is something I would put, um, like under an Instagram photo. Like, yeah, I was thinking that title. (laughs) And okay. That's the only one I have though. So yeah. Now it's time to dish bish. You better dish bish. Yeah. So just to write back to vaginas, um, (laughs) right back (laughs) since that's the like theme of the day. Have you ever sent someone a picture of your vagina? I actually haven't. I never have. You've never Snapchat, Snapchat. <laughs> I'm so weird and paranoid about stuff that I just feel like the people that work for Snapchat see mm-hmm. things like that. And oh, like, yeah. even if my phone, like just regular pictures, I just feel like there, there's someone, I, I feel like I know my phone's hacked or something and someone sees these pictures. So I'm like, mm, no, I can't do it. Like, yeah. even if I... I'm like getting dressed and I'm listening to music or something. I'll turn my phone away. Cause I just feel like someone's watching. <laughs> so no, I, I haven't. I feel like that with the laptop. Like yeah. I cover. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I need to cover the camera. Have you ever sent one? I have not. No. no, no. Yeah. No. With a Snapchat thing. I definitely feel you on that. Like, do you remember when they had that update and all of a sudden all the pictures that we thought had been permanently deleted forever, like showed up in our memories. And we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> like I remember having like an initial moment where like we were all calling all of our friends or like, uh, do you see this? Do you see that one? Like, <laughs> I know I was sent, like Jody and I were testing things we're, and we'll do that all the time. Like if I oh, do yeah. this, does it like send you a notification? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to test it, but not. Yeah. All right. Like on Snapchat, it says there's that option when you're in your pictures and it says only I can see. So it's like, can everyone else see the other ones? I don't understand. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I do know what you're talking about where it's like the memories versus the only me. And I don't, well, because in an iPhone, you can have an album that's like my eyes only and it's password protected. So if I gave my phone to say a kid, they're not going to be scrolling through and seeing the ones that I've put in that album. Yeah. Because I have to enter the password. But on Snapchat, it seems like it's just like there as a step. Like, I don't know. I haven't used either one of them. So Mm. yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to talk embarrassing vagina related stories. Do you have any? Um, I have a few. I have one that I'm willing to share. (laughs) When I lived at home, I had this desk in my room that had this little corner area where it had a key to it, where you would, you know, it was my, I I didn't think I had to worry about anyone getting in there because I had the key and it had like my vibrators and all my fun stuff that I didn't want anyone else to find. And I didn't think my parents were going to be taking over my room right away after I moved out. Like I thought I'd have some more time, but they wanted to take it and turn it into something else right away. So I don't know why they felt the need to, but they, one of the first things they did was bust into that little cabinet with all of my fun sex toys and vibrators and, and I don't know what else in there. And I'm still so embarrassed to this day about that. What about you? (laughs) That is awesome. So I also, I have a few, we were talking right before this and Jody's like, Oh, I thought of this. What about this time? I was like, okay, apparently I have a lot. (laughs) 
but uh, we're going to narrow it down to just two. So <laughs> this one, I feel like it's going to come out weird if I tell it, but well, that's because it is weird. Okay. So um, once I was watching this video, so I worked in a salon and mind you, I was the only stylist in the salon at that time. And there was only usually one or two other girls that worked in the salon. It was a really, really small salon. And I didn't have any clients and I didn't have any for a little while. So I was watching a video that someone had sent me. Um, the video, I'm going to I'm gonna link it in our resources if anyone wants to follow up and see this beautiful um, uh, thing. <laughs> Anyways. All right. So I was watching this video that someone had sent me of a woman who liked to knit out of her vagina. <laughs> she would stuff like a huge ball of yarn up there. And this is so disgusting because she would do it when she was on her period. <laughs> it was so gross. It's like, and anyways, she would stuff this like yarn into her vagina and then she would slowly pull the yarn out from her vagina to knit. And I think she called it like knitting from the womb or something. It was, it was, it was as weird as it sounds. Okay. And anyways, I had this video up in the back room at the salon I was working at and it was just sitting there up, like paused halfway through the video with the woman sitting spread eagle, pulling the yarn out of her hoo-ha. And I left the back room area because again, I was the only one there. And then my coworker's sister-in-law came in with her kids to the salon, like while I was in the other room and I come in and she's standing there with her kids. They're just like staring at this like video that I have up. <laughs> and then they just turned around. Like she never said anything, but every time I see her now, I've crossed paths with her several times since then. And every time I see her, that's what I think about. I think about like that she, like if she remembers, like I don't want to remind her who I am. Cause I'm like, if she remembers who I am, she's like, yeah, you're the girl that was like into the weird, like vagina yarn fits. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what she thinks, but yeah, nice. I nice. never want to be like, remember me, I'm the one from the salon with your sister. Cause then she'll be like, oh, that, yeah. oh, okay. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was lovely. I know that's beautiful. <laughs> and then my other one that is uh, good. I don't know. Not that good. I also was about when I worked at a salon, but a different salon. So I used to do body waxing, right? And I did Brazilian waxes. And one time, I actually have a few weird stories about Brazilian waxes. And I don't usually like to tell client stories, but I'm going to keep the, them anonymous. And it was a really long time ago. So I think we're safe. Anyways, this girl came in <laughs> to get a Brazilian and she came with her friend. First of all, right out the gate we're in the lobby talking before we go back into the room and she's like you're not gonna like wax my butthole are you <laughs> and I was like no we just do you know like the vagina you don't have to like it's a Brazilian like we do everything but like in my mind thinking like she's like you're not gonna like wax my butt and I'm like no we're not like doing that like it's just the Brazilian whatever it's just everything else and then she's like well can she come and I was just like, at first I was like, what? like, that's like nobody, typically people don't have people come with them to like watch, but she was like, I, it's my first time and she's my best friend. So I was like, yeah, I totally get it. Like, I wouldn't care if one of my best friends came in that scenario, whatever. But then we get back there and <laughs> 
the friend is sitting there, but she kept standing up to like, look at it. And she's like really intrigued with the process. She's like, oh my gosh. And then as soon as I get done, so that was one part that was weird. And then the friend is like, what about over here? Because basically long story short, I ended up waxing her butthole and like her whole butt too, because she had, she had a really hairy ass. And I've never, I'd never really seen that before. So I just wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it. And the friend was like, well, what about that? Cause there's going to be like a line. And I was like, yeah. So I just kept going. Cause I didn't want there to be like a line where the hair starts on your butt. Like that's like, I don't want to do that to you. So I was like, yeah. Okay. So then she like bends over. She's like dying. <laughs> like waxing. I was, it, it was different. Um, But yeah, the whole time the friend is like, looking after I do it and like touching it. And she's like, it's so smooth and all of that. And then she goes back over because after you wax, you like clean up the area and then you put like different oil, like creams and stuff on it to like prevent irritation and all of that. And so there's some things that you like rub on it. And the friend is just like mesmerized with it. And she's like touching it and rubbing it. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's so, it's so smooth. And she's like, do you Her friend that? was doing that? Yeah, the friend was doing that and she didn't care. She's like, feel that. And then the girl's like touching it. And she's like, oh my gosh, it's so smooth. And they're both like touching her vagina. I'm kind of like standing there like, and then I have to like rub the cream on it while the girl's like, let me, it was just like the weirdest. Like, do you guys want me to leave you alone for a little bit? Like, what the hell? Bad porn. Yeah. And then on top of all of that, they asked me if I wanted to go to one of the local strip clubs with them later. Fortunately, at the time, I was underage. Oh. So I was like, I can't. I'm not old enough. Bummer. But really, I was oh, like, because I had no boundaries and I didn't really know how to say no. So that saved me. Otherwise, I probably would have ended up being like, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Good, good times. times. Good times. <laughs> yeah good times for sure that's such a good story to end on I feel like um fantastic <laughs> yes I agree but yeah if you made it this far give us a good review follow us on Instagram at boom tequila podcast and we will catch you next time bye bitches you go get a balsacial dude can i get a two for one do my balls and my weenus <laughs>